Trigger warning. The following episode contains references to gore, racism, slavery, human suffering, death, factual inaccuracies, several entitled people making light of all these things. If any of the aforementioned topics cause you discomfort, you may want to listen to a different episode. Two hours late, I'm so mad I can't even hold my sword straight. I'm Sean. Got some time to kill before the duel? Try Topiary. I'm Adam. Look, if you're afraid to get girl cooties on your death, then you get what you deserve. I'm Kelly. Holy shit, you're tall! Want a job? I'm Andy, and this is Acid Pop. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Acid Pop, where this week we'll be talking about Samurai. Hi! Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hi, Meets, yes. <laughs> Very good. This was uh, suggested on Twitter by Saint at, at Splatter Saint, so if you like the episode, give them a shout out. Follow them. They, they seem nice. Will we be talking Thanks, about Saint. any foolish samurai warriors? <laughs> we a magic su- No. The etymology of Samurai is from uh, 1727 from the Japanese... Samurai. Oh, that's not Maybe actually a knight. Yeah, that's more recent than I would have thought. Originally meaning the military retainer of the daimyo, variant of Saburai, mm, nominal like form of Sabura. That's when you have your nose plugged. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Saburai. <laughs> which means to be in attendance to serve. Hmm. Ah. They're originally called by something else, but I didn't write that down. <laughs> so it's just a fancy word for servant. Uh, yeah, essentially. Army dude. Samuro um, was what they used to take in the mornings to see if all the students were there. <laughs> yep. I couldn't find a fear of samurai, but I did find mm. a fear of pointy objects. <laughs> and that's eichmophobia. <laughs> ah. Uh, the morbid fear of sharp things such as pencils, needles, knives, a pointing finger, or even the sharp end of an umbrella. Well, now. <laughs> <laughs> or my razor wit. <laughs> <laughs> the man made a quick joke. Ah! <laughs> Um, I have a few a few questions for you. Just a few little questions. Little questions. Uh, we're going to start with true-false. So, true or false? Samurai are awesome. True. <laughs> true. Uh, well, like I said, some of them <laughs> It's tricky. A katana can chop another sword in half. I've seen Mythbusters. I'm going to say that's true. I feel like there's a lot of, you know, factors here. Yeah. Well, what's it, the other sword? Is it is a the other sword? sword, sword is old sword? and rusty? <laughs> How sharp is this katana? Is it a new one? Ah, sure. True. Why not? I feel like in the right set of circumstances, it could happen. So, folks, this is false. What? What? Look, you ain't gonna cut through a sword with a sword. I mean, not every time. Have you ever tried? No, I haven't. So, on Mythbusters, what we saw was metal breaking. Any sword can break another Uh, sword. See, that's that's like cutting for metal. Well, can you cut (laughs) metal then, or do you always just break it? I guess if you use a laser. <laughs> what if the other sword's made of aluminum? <laughs> well, then maybe, but I don't think they make aluminum swords. <laughs> so light, though. <laughs> you can swing this for days. <laughs> well, that guy's really like a whirlwind of... Oh, it broke. <laughs> <laughs> it broke on the first thing it made contact with. And his hands are all black. So true or false, you can catch a downward slice of a katana by catching it with your hands. Again, I feel like in the right set of circumstances, you could do this. 
Okay. Not with your bare hands. Yeah. If you have bare hands, they're better suited for catching salmon. <laughs> what if I'm wearing like the, the yoga gloves with extra traction? <laughs> with your bare hands. Hmm. Or those like mitten winter mittens for touching your phone with. <laughs> I have a pair of those. We could try. Again, I saw Mythbusters and they said this was false. So I'm going to go with that, even though they betrayed me last time on a technicality. I've, I've met people with sticky hands. I've met people with slippery hands. <laughs> I'm going to say true. Once again, this is false. Mythbusters <laughs> did do this one. And what they showed is that you try to catch a sword with your palm. You're just going to cut off one of your palms. But will it stop? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> there is specialized equipment for this. It's like a big metal bar with spikes mm. on it that you can grab. But mm. even that was not used very often because you might get like just the sword in the wrong position. You're going to lose a finger. I feel yeah. like everybody failed because they were just nervous because they were going to catch a sword being sworn <laughs> at them. So their hands are all sweaty. And then they just get pieces of hand in their face cuts. Yeah. I think generally speaking, you don't want to be in that situation. Like it's, <laughs> yeah. they're not going to invent the way to do it because that should never happen. If, if I had a choice right now, I'd rather not be in a sword fight without a sword. <laughs> True or false? Farce? True or false? There are non-Japanese samurai. Oh man. Tom hmm. Cruise, right? <laughs> yeah, he saves one. all of Japan. <laughs> Best samurai ever. Just waiting for a white guy to come around. Only yeah. white people can be real samurai. I've oh. seen the picture of the guy with like the huge sideburns. Uh, <laughs> like a samurai. That's Afro Samurai, Adam. No, no. Like it was a whole <laughs> black and white picture. It, it looked like a guy from the deepest parts of Ireland or Scotland dressing up as a samurai. <laughs> it's me. I'm going to say true. <sighs> sure. So this is I mean, true at the... Oh, sorry. Kelly didn't go. It's, it's not true. <laughs> it's still a mystery. <laughs> I was going to say true anyway. Wink. So, yes, this is true. We're going to talk about another one. But the guy Adam was talking about, I read about, I, I, I think he was from either Ireland or he was Dutch. Oh, that's him? Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, when I saw the picture, I assumed he would just like paid somebody money to wear the clothes. No, motherfucker was a samurai. Okay. The Dutch samurai with his horrendous thunder clogs <laughs> running at you. <laughs> <laughs> True or false? Samurai used guns. <laughs> oh, wow. That'd be pretty cool. Why haven't they made that show? Oh, how long were samurai around? In the 1940s, I think? I'm going to say true. But they like, they invented guns. Gunpowder over there. That was China. Well, that was China. Well, it's right next door. <laughs> yeah, but it's a big next door. <laughs> yeah, that's true, I guess. I think that'd be really cool. I'm going to say true. I think the possibility that no samurai ever used a gun <laughs> is pretty low. So I'm going to say true. Like one one samurai had to use it at least once for everyone else to say, no, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> That's dumb. So it is true. So samurai used to use longbows okay. right up until the point where a bunch of traders came over and said, hey, we have these guns. And they said, oh, shit. And they threw their <laughs> bows away. <laughs> well. The, the guns were much more accurate and killed better. Bows yeah. are trash to us. <laughs> I mean, they had a job, yeah. right? And it was killing people. <laughs> yeah. You, you use the weapons at hand. But if video games have taught me anything, it's that you can use a bow and it's quiet. It's true. And it's, it's stronger a than gun a gun. was a silencer. But also if games have taught me anything, other samurai can deflect bullets with their swords. So it's true. But yeah, samurai weren't assassins, really. Like they didn't have to sneak up on people. <laughs> they didn't. No. Well, one did. <laughs> one guy did. Sneaky Jin. <laughs> True or false? Only samurai were allowed to carry more than one blade. Hmm. 
I mean, falls. What about the guy that sold letter openers? Are those blades? <laughs> Do not know that they had letter openers. Or the buttered toast vendor. And how did they open their letters? <laughs> All those letters remain unopened to this day. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> what have we done? Help me! How do you open an envelope with only one letter <laughs> opener? Give me a sword. It seems highly unlikely that they could police that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I mean, traders hadn't brought counting over yet. You said they are the only ones allowed to. Allowed to. So okay, so that could still be true. Like, it, so all the police only have like one sword, but all the criminals have them like strapped all over themselves. <laughs> Look like porcupine. I'm, Hi, I'm a Mega Man villain, Blade Man. <laughs> if you outlaw swords, only criminals will have multiple swords. Yep. I'll say true. Did everybody answer this time? I think I did. Okay. So this is indeed true, at least oh. during the Edo period of. So there's different periods, Edo, Meiji, like they, look them up. There's a lot of <laughs> educate yourself. <laughs> Who do you think I am and why do you think I'm here? Thank oh, God. No, sir, like there's a lot of periods and it's basically when a new warlord took over, there's a new period. New rules. Uh, <laughs> samurai, samurai were the only ones allowed to carry two blades and this carried on for a while. <laughs> Everyone else had to carry seven. Well, everybody else could carry a blade, but if if they were carrying two, samurai could cut them down. Just no <laughs> Just like, here, catch. Yeah, no kidding. This seems like it's asking for a police-style style setup. No, this is just sharp scrap metal. <laughs> they carried a larger blade and a smaller blade, the combination of which was called a daisho, which means big and small. <laughs> Give them the old big and small. <laughs> so I've got a few terms here. What is a Yumi? That is a Samurai Weeaboo. <laughs> a Westaboo. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the name of multiple ad- anime characters. <laughs> yeah. That's got to be the two swords. The Yu's the big one and the Mi's the little one. <laughs> God, Sean's right. No, he's not. It's a Japanese longbow. Oh, no, the, okay. one, the one they got rid of. Yeah, so it's made from bamboo and leather. They could shoot up to 50 meters or 164 feet mm. with accuracy. <laughs> or up to 100 meters or 328 feet if accuracy was not pressing. Yeah, you could shoot way farther than that if you don't care where the arrow goes. Well, <laughs> shoot into, an, into it, the opposite army. It's a spinning what's, point. What's a Tanegashima? Tanegashima? Tanegashima. Sounds delicious. <laughs> yeah, it's an egg sushi. I'm hoping it's like the takoyaki. I'm going I'm to say octopus balls. I've had takoyaki. Didn't I like? I love it. More like takoyaki. Am I right? No, you're not right. Ed <laughs> <laughs> McMahon here. <laughs> so it's it's the matchlock rifles that we that oh. I talked about before. Okay. So they, they got these matchlock rifles and said, this is our new shit. <laughs> How do we make them fire swords? <laughs> Pew. Oh, man, that's what gun swords should do. They yeah. should fire swords. <laughs> I want this. I think that's an enter the gunshot. Sure. But anything that's a sword is blasphemy. But not if it's a projectile. Hmm. So what is a kaishakuken? Oh, a shuriken is like a throwing star thingy. So it's got to be an extra large throwing star thingy, thingy, like a sharp manhole cover. That's the forbidden third sword. <laughs> no one's allowed to carry that one. Uh, that's what the samurai yells when he puts a half circle forward and X. No. So during seppuku, oh no, hmm. uh, which is the ritual of suicide we associate with samurai, this is the person that stands behind you with his sword 
Oh. And once you're done cutting your belly, he cuts off your head. Yep. He's your backup killer. Well, he's there to end your suffering, or if you chicken out, he's there to end you. Yeah, that's the trust call <laughs> <ball> guy. <laughs> that's the end of our acid pop quiz. I don't think I did very well. <laughs> you guys did good on the true false, but so what exactly are samurai? That's not a quiz. They're like uh, the emperor's hitmen, right? Yeah, when a man loves an emperor very much. <laughs> they existed before a united Japan, though. Yeah. Hmm. So, in essence, they were the mi- the military nobility caste in Japan. Hmm. Interesting. And that lasted from the 12th century until they were abolished in the 1870s. Yeah, when Tom Cruise came along. <laughs> <laughs> it was earlier than I thought. They served under daimyo. Daimyo! <laughs> they were the lordly landowners in Japan, who in turn answered to shogun, hmm. who were like warlords. Mm-hmm. Who eventually answered to the emperor. Hmm. If they felt like it. <laughs> They'll get around to it. So they did follow a code. Code's called Bushido. Sure. Uh, it was a your honor and ideals. It's kind of like chivalry, except that... More swords. It's, yeah, it's basically the same thing. Two swords, actually. Except that chivalry says respect women, and you know. <laughs> uh, I don't know that anyone really bothered with that part, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you look at history... As much as you can respect a baby pot. <laughs> So there are eight tenets of Bushido, and they are righteousness. Okay. Righteous. <laughs> so that meant, that meant you had to be honest with every person and believe in justice. Hmm. I believe in it. I just don't practice it. I don't like your face. Sorry, but I have to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Heroic courage, which meant Ooh. not chickening out when somebody was about to kill you. Hmm. Essentially. Compassion. <laughs> I feel like that last one, maybe not so much. That's a good one to have. Yeah. got to emphasize that one. It's okay to have manly tears. <laughs> There's respect. You got to respect. Got to have that respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what Bushido means to me. <laughs> Honesty. You must be honest. Okay. I thought we already hit that. Well, it, 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 it hits a couple. Sorry. You got to be excruciatingly honest, people. Also righteous. Next one is redundancy. <laughs> and the next one after that is redundancy. Also redundancy. <laughs> See steps one through four. There was honor, which in the Code of Bushido. Honor, which. <laughs> <laughs> the honor, which. Yeah, she could judge you. No, honor. But you could only judge that for yourself. In the Code of Bushido, we're going to find out that that's not like other people could judge your honor and then tell you to kill yourself. That's huh. the part of your samurai report card that you get to grade yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing great. <laughs> How do you think you did this this age? Uh, there was self-control. Hmm. Must control self. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the most important of all the eight is loyalty. Sure. Uh, yeah. God, if the daimyo says jump, you say how high. If the daimyo says kill my son, you say right now. <laughs> That seems pretty consistent between, if we're comparing the two codes, chivalry and uh, Bushido. I mean, you know, you look at like Dante's Inferno and the lowest or highest, however you look at it, level of hell is reserved for traitors. So loyalty's a big deal if you want to keep everyone under your control. So all of it, it sort of boils down to be a good person unless I say otherwise. And a lot of these (laughs) virtues actually came from specific samurai that I'm not going to get into because they weren't very interesting. Too virtuous to be interesting. <laughs> like they each championed a virtue and then it made it into Bushido. Ah. So the other samurai was like, oh, that guy's pretty cool. Oh, so like each one of each one of the virtues is like a planeteer? Yeah. 
I was going to say they're like each have a patron saint. <laughs> kind of like the, but the loyalty guy, like everybody was like, yep, yep, yep. We have to die for anybody that we serve. <laughs> so I'm going to get into some really cool samurai. I got three. Of them. But before I want to get into that, I want to talk about how these motherfucking samurai love to collect heads. Oh, yeah. Which tenant was that? <laughs> Honor. <laughs> Certainly head wasn't self-control. Head collecting. Yeah, number nine. The asterisk. Oh, I forgot to read the back of the honor system. <laughs> Collect them heads. <laughs> Body parts. <laughs> so, Adam. Yes? Let's say that you and I are in a big battle, and I see you, and I say, that guy's another samurai. And you say, that guy's another samurai. We're going to have a sick duel right now. Like, does everybody else have to stop? Uh, they <laughs> normally do not interfere with you. Time out. Timesies. Oh, no, they're going to go killing other people, oh, but they're okay. not going to interfere with our duel. So there can be only one. <laughs> time and out. Time out. Somebody else hit me with a sword. Adam, you <laughs> killed me. Okay, good. And you've noticed his incredibly shapely head. <laughs> Great oh. head. <laughs> How else are you going to get to brag about your bitch and sword skills and rack up a little bit of honor unless you have some proof? <laughs> hmm. Which would be my head. Okay. I'll take it. You have your dental records on you. <laughs> so I'm also going to note that uh, at this point, samurai that were known for like being really good at swordsmanship that were just wading through battles, killing people, had attendants that would follow them around that would cut off the lips of people. Lips? Oh. And then later on match them to the people. How? That's weird. That's just the thing that happens. Very <laughs> <laughs> pretend you're kissing. That's it. <laughs> So out of the battle is over, you survived. Good job. I know, I killed you. You got my head. <laughs> You're going to take my head back to base ca- camp where there's a clerk sitting there at a desk. Is he the head clerk? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he's going to say, what are, what are the details of the duel? So Here's the detail. I throw body go. parts all over his desk. And <laughs> normally you would give your name to the other person you dueled, so... <laughs> we tried contact into him before we killed him. I did, yes. And you would say, this is the guy's name, and he'd write it down on a piece of hardwood, and then attach it to my hair. At that point, <laughs> your job is done. Okay. You'd put it in the chute, and it would roll away. <laughs> it's just well, the pneumatic tube sucks it away. They're going <laughs> to head it off especially trained handmaidens. Headmaidens, I think. <laughs> Not to rub anything in, Andy, but what if you don't have hair? Uh, well, they're going to style it anyway. They're going to clean my head, which means take off all the blood that you splattered everywhere. I didn't get that blood everywhere. You did. <laughs> we had to bleed all over yourself, uh, Andy. If you were to have hair, they would do it up in a, in a traditional style. They're going to blacken your teeth because most samurai were nobles and only nobles had white teeth. And now that you're dead, you ain't noble no more. Can't mm. take it with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to be noble when you're a head on the floor. And they're going to cover your head in rich perfumes. <laughs> That's just, important. Just dunk you in the vat. We're going to mess up his mouth, but we want him to smell good. <laughs> Hold your breath. Then my head's going to be mounted on like a little wooden plank with my name, like the little wooden thing that they had before. It says, it's be hi, set my right name above is it, Andy. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me about our specials. <laughs> Ask me about my last duel. And then the daimyo, who probably wasn't there, is going to come and we're going to throw a head viewing party. <laughs> So all the heads are going to be displayed on like a tiered thing. Surrounded by all the lips I took. (laughs) No, they sewed the the lips back on. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) Well, if a guy guy is so good at sword that he can't carry like 30 heads. Like, 
I feel like it would almost be easier to collect a different body part from each person because then you wouldn't have to worry about which person match each one. You just have to find the guy that's missing a big toe. And then you can connect them all together to make one Uber person. I'd like to play Lip Guess Who. The ultimate foe. (laughs) Well, this one has a little bit of a mustache and he has a mustache. In in which they basically see, look at all these wonderful men we killed. They were smiling. And they have a tea ceremony and, you know. Pretend to give tea to the heads. It's all (laughs) very funny. The record for most heads taken in a single battle. Ooh. Is held by Fukushima Masanori, and can you guess the number? Two. Sixty. Now, do they only take heads from other samurai? No, you can take heads from anybody. Anybody okay. who you think is important enough, I'm guessing. Yeah. Like geese, field mice. <laughs> like, somebody stop him. <laughs> 27. <laughs> Sorry, what did you say, Kelly? 27. Kelly's closest, and she did go over. It's 22 heads. That's, That's a lot of heads. Though he could only prove he killed 17 of those people. <laughs> he may have come across some heads that were just killed. Like somebody chopped off heads in battle. He's like mine. He's, <laughs> he's just found those murder. There are quite a few famous samurai, but most of them are boring. <laughs> God, just deadly boring. So I picked three and we're going to go through them. Okay. And we're going to start with Tomoe Gozen. Sounds now, promising. Tomoe is, is a, pe- a peculiar samurai because she's a woman. Big Gozen ah. worshippers. <laughs> and well, in Japanese culture at the time, women were meant to be not seen and not heard. So she'd be a sounds like ninja. the entire world. <laughs> However, Tomoe was like she grew up in a village where they taught the women to fight, mm. and uh, she was a very gifted warrior. And her favorite weapons were the bow and the naganata, which is basically a long pole with a katana at the end. What's the best way not to get stabbed? Be thir- further away when you're stabbing. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to decapitate somebody with that, though. To do a direct quote, Tomoe was especially beautiful, with white skin, long hair, and charming features. <laughs> and if you didn't agree with her on that, she would chop off your head. How pretty am I today? <laughs> very, very pretty. Yes, very, very pretty. <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> she was also a remarkably strong archer, and as a swordswoman, she was a warrior worth a thousand, ready mm. to confront a demon or a god, mounted or on foot. Ooh, that sounds awesome. She handled unbroken horses with superb skills. She rode unscathed down perilous descents. Where's this movie? <laughs> they haven't been able to get Tom Cruise to star in it yet. <laughs> yeah. Whenever a battle was imminent, Yoshinaka sent her as, out as a, his first captain, equipped with strong armor, an oversized sword, and a mighty bow. She has performed more deeds of valor than any of his other warriors. Wow. When was she alive? Ooh, a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know. She's done now. That's what matters. 1600s. So she served under a man named Minamoto no Yoshinaka, who was a general of his clan, but there weren't actually any generals at the time. He was just sort of a general. Uh, He's like a general general. <laughs> yeah. And she was so skilled, she was given control of 1,000 cavalrymen as a woman. And she was in Japan at that time, and she was... So skilled at killing people on a horse that they were like, here, give that woman all the men on horses. And like, <laughs> they knew that she was a woman? Like, she wasn't yeah, like, no, nope, she was, on. they knew. Because there's a sad quote in a second. Wow. <clears throat> Her greatest feat is winning a battle where she commanded 300 samurai against 2,000 samurai. Wow. wow. And won. Seven to one. Now she's Gerard Butler. <laughs> she must have had so many heads after that. <laughs> Uh, she did, she only collected heads of important people. Uh, she, she didn't have time to waste on lowly heads. 
Only the prettiest heads for her. Yeah, just the last words of somebody on the battlefield is like, what, my head not good enough for you? (laughs) (laughs) You filthy dame. (laughs) So Yoshinaka was like, oh shit, she's even better than I thought. Maybe too good. We're going to have to go fuck up my cousin because he's getting real uppity about his territory and it's really mine. Hmm. Unfortunately, that battle didn't go so well because Yoshinaka was in charge. Uh. And the force was defeated and they had maybe 20 people left standing and everybody else closing in. Sounds like it's bad times for our hero. Not great. Well, Yoshinaka turned to Tomoe and said, God damn, I'm ashamed to die next to a woman. Oh. <laughs> After everything she did? Did she, did she then cut off his head? <laughs> well, he said, I'm going to go find my foster brother and I'm going to die next to him. <laughs> you run away. You want okay. to do your nails or whatever. Whatever you ladies do. So after that report, everything else is a little shaky about her history. Huh. So she either became a nun. A badass nun. Or married one of the samurais she defeated but didn't take his head. <laughs> who was courting her for years. He was still dead. But. <laughs> that sounds like quite a courtship. Uh, either way, she's recorded as living 90 years. Wow. Wow. That's I'm, honestly, I thought it was going to end worse than that. Yeah. Screw that guy. Yeah. I hope he did die by his foster brother. <laughs> oh, he did die. We need to go find some bros to die next to him. <laughs> so now we're going to talk about Yasuke, who's one of my favorite things now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he stands out in Japanese history because as far as we know, he was the only black samurai. Hmm. Oh. So according to the records, although I'm going to say records are pretty spotty. He was a slave from Mozambique who came to Japan in the service of Jesuit missionaries led by an Italian man named Alessandro Villagano. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds important. Okay, just before we go any further, that's a badass origin story. Yeah, yeah. right off the bat. <laughs> I didn't get Denzel Washington to do that instead of Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. The Jesuit missionaries came to Kyoto to do mission work, and he'd start, like, he arrived and immediately. All of the villagers are like, oh my god, we've never seen this. What is that? Which, in turn, drove people to the church. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they brought a demon! Come see our amazing guy. <laughs> <laughs> With skin not like yours. <laughs> well, this attracted the attention of Oda Nobunaga. Name sounds familiar. Well, we could do a whole episode on Nobunaga. I excluded him from this. The man basically started the process of uniting Japan then was betrayed by a man who was then betrayed by another man who then united Japan. It's just betrayal all the way down. Nobunaga (laughs) is presented as both either a demon or an absolute hero in Japanese culture. And Nobunaga said, hey, I need to see this guy. (laughs) So Yasuke visited Nobunaga. And Nobunaga said, hey, take off your shirt. Here's a cloth with water on it. That's ink, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Clean yourself up, you dirty man. And Yasuke rubbed himself, and Nobunaga said, well, shit. <laughs> You're really dirty. I'll be damned. No, he became very impressed and took an interest in the man, immediately commenting on his height. He was like, you are so tall. <laughs> Yasuke you, was five, six five, foot five, six. Two. Oh, uh, that is pretty big. Especially for the time. Uh, or 166 centimeters tall in an era where your average Japanese dude was five foot tall. Yeah. Or 152 centimeters. And he said, wow, you're also, you're fucking muscled. <laughs> in, because he was a slave. I was yeah, going to say, him. probably works pretty hard, that guy. They were leaving the meeting and Nobunaga's cousin came out and said, this is from Nobunaga. You're so cool. And <laughs> handed him a bunch of money. <laughs> You're so tall and 
and, <laughs> and muscly and uh, strong and here's some money and you know we could hang out sometime well here's the thing shortly after that and we don't know how this happened yasuke which is not his actual name we don't know his actual name came under the service of nobunaga hmm. huh so he bought his way into service of someone else he not only became under the service of nobunaga he was named a samurai you're a samurai uh, he already knew <laughs> Japanese because the missionaries he was with really wanted him to integrate so that they could convert people. He just scarce up some more converts. And Nobunaga would constantly invite him to dine at his personal table, which every other samurai was really jealous of. <laughs> because he would go, oh my God, tell me of your home, of your home. Just tell me of your home country. And Yasuke would tell stories. No, Nobunaga would go, oh, oh, oh great. <laughs> the other samurai are very catty. <laughs> Nobunaga made him his own katana. Wow. And also made him his personal weapon bearer. Crazy. He would ride into battle with Nobunaga, and all the other Japanese people would be like, shit! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man! (laughs) You gotta get him the biggest horse, too, you know? And and there are several accounts of people just being like, nope, not gonna do that. (laughs) I'm leaving now. I'll just set my head right here and go home. I'm not going to fight a giant. (laughs) But, unfortunately, all good things must pass. And Nobunaga was overthrown by Akichi Mis- Meat <gasps> Meatman. And was forced to commit seppuku. Hmm. Yasuke ran to the next heir, who was o- immediately overthrown and oh. forced to commit seppuku. And Akichi came to Yasuke, who was ready to commit seppuku, and said, You are nothing more than a beast and cannot have seppuku. Hmm. Oh, God. And sent him back to Kyoto, where... The Italians were like, welcome back. You're no longer a slave. That's good. You want to be a missionary with us? And he said, yeah. And this is all this is hearsay at this point, but that's still a pretty cool story. What a crazy week he had. (laughs) Well, it was several years. So (laughs) for my final samurai, I would like to talk about my favorite boy, Miyamoto Musashi. Hmm. Because that guy's a fucking crazy person. (laughs) And for much of his life, the only Ronin on this list. Ronin hmm. being a samurai that doesn't serve anybody. Oh, interesting. Play by anybody's rules. <laughs> his upbringing was fairly nondescript, but I'm going to say he was raised mostly by his uncle because that's going to come into play in our first story. Musashi loved to duel people. Yeah. Couldn't get enough of it. At the age of 13, he had his first actual duel. Wow. I barely could ask someone out to a dance when I was 13. <laughs> a swordsman named Arima Kihei arrived in... In the town Musashi was at and put up a public challenge in the square. He said, I'd like to duel somebody. <laughs> you know, whoever. <laughs> How about you, kid? Someone fight me. Well, and Musashi walked up and said, fuck it. <laughs> and wrote his name on there. So a messenger quickly ran to Musashi's uncle house. And he said, here, here's your notice of acceptance of duel. And Musashi's uncle said, there is no acceptance of this duel. He's 13. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you doing? Can we cancel this? Arima said, well... I'll let your boy go if you come personally. <laughs> I gotta fight someone. And I, I apologize s- in the town square, like, get on your hands and knees, give me the old bow. I sent out the Evites already. <laughs> <laughs> I got these E-cards with hearts and shit. So Musashi's uncle arrived to apologize, began his apology, and then Musashi jumps out of a nearby building holding a quarterstaff <laughs> that's six feet long. <laughs> and he said, Leroy Jenkins! <laughs> He shouted a challenge, and Arima, being a twat, <laughs> held only his small sword to defend himself. Okay. The guy has a stick. <laughs> Musashi tripped him, struck him in the center of the head, and then Oop. beat him to death. 
he's he's got no cool. <laughs> Those hormones are running rampant through that thirteen year old. So our next story is about how Musashi took down an entire branch of the Yoshiaka School of Swordsmanship, which was a big school of swordsmanship at the time. Like they had branches all over the place and he took out a whole. It's easy to do with arson, Andy. (laughs) (laughs) So as I've established, Musashi loves dueling people. Strolls up to the Yoshiaka School and says, Yoshiaka Sojiro, I would like to challenge you to a duel of one blow. I just be a man to death and I'm hungry for more. (laughs) So a duel of one blow was the person to strike, but not necessarily kill the first person one. Okay. The time to duel comes and Musashi... Shows up two hours late. <laughs> and he brought a cannon. <laughs> no, which Seichiro goes, how the hell did you got to show up to this thing so late? I hate you. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and he was really thrown off his game. So Musashi won, striking Seichiro in his left arm, crippling him. I am so what? put out. <laughs> he paralyzed him by punching him in the arm. <laughs> no, like with his sword. Oh. And Made it so he couldn't hold a sword properly ever again. Jeez. <laughs> a few days later, Seijiro's younger brother, Denshichiro, inherited the school and said, Musashi, duel me! <laughs> I don't learn! And be on time, damn it! <laughs> once again, Musashi said yes, and once again, Musashi showed up about two hours late. <laughs> it's a signature move. <laughs> and once again, crippled the man. <laughs> At this point, the family only had the final brother, 12-year-old Mata Shichiro. I hope he's ambidextrous. <laughs> who once again a few days later said, you will duel me. You're going <laughs> down. <laughs> Mata Shichiro, however, went into school and said, I need archers. I need musketeers. I need swordsmen. And we're all going to show up at this temple where we're scheduled to duel together. And we're going to show up two hours late. <laughs> he shows up late. You shoot him. When they arrived, Musashi was, once again, not there. Hmm. I thought it was going to be two hours early this time. But here's the deal. He did show up two hours early. Oh, no. <laughs> Musashi, thinking that maybe he was a little on uh, on edge at this point and there was going to be a bunch of people there, showed up two hours late and hid in a bush. Early? Hmm. Early, sorry. <laughs> it wouldn't work if he showed up two hours late and then <laughs> hid in a bush. Hold on, let me get in the bush. What is he doing? You can't see me. You can't see me. I have stealth. (laughs) In the bush. So when Matasachiro got close enough to the bush, wandering around the place, going, I think he's going to be late again, Musashi popped out and cut off his head. (laughs) The ultimate cripple. And then fended off more than two dozen men using both swords at the same time, which would eventually be a sword style that he invented. So, I mean, up until this point, it's mostly just been kind of like dirty tricks, but fending (laughs) off that many people is pretty impressive. The last duel I'll talk about is the one that he's known for, which was against a man known as the Demon of the Western Provinces. Hmm. Uh, Sasaki Kojiro. Is he a bad guy? I was going to say, is he he a samurai? He was that good of a swordsman. Kojiro Kojiro was well known for his swordsmanship and used a Nodachi, which is the Japanese great sword. Like, it's a huge sword. So not only was he killing folks, he was dueling them with this heavy-ass weapon. He's chopping them in half. (laughs) From the next town over. (laughs) Killed them from the vanishing point. (laughs) We're going to to duel on Funajima, a little island over here. So Kojiro shows up up and the appointed time comes and... Well, that passes again. <laughs> Can someone buy this guy a watch? At this point, nobody is surprised. <laughs> so after a while, after a few hours of waiting, a boat appears in the distance. <laughs> Probably unrelated. I know, I was, 
It's got Musashi in it, and he's looking pretty haggard. And Seijiro's like, how dare you show up to my duel like this? Musashi jumps out of the boat and beats him to death with a wooden sword that he carved from an oar that he was using <laughs> on his way there. Sorry, I'm late. I had to whittle a new weapon. <laughs> Dropped his in the water. So I'd like to say, all said and done, Musashi won 61 duels, which is double the amount of sword duels anybody else won. Wow. Wow. More than half of those with a wooden sword. <laughs> Clonk. He eventually retired. He was like, this killing is too much. Dueling he wrote the Book of the Five Rings. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. And they became a cave hermit where he died in a cave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go eat some frogs. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Uh, I'm going to very briefly talk about seppuku here because it's one of those things that you hear about sure. with samurai. Uh, so, Adam, you just lost a battle. I, you said I won the battle. <laughs> you just lost <laughs> another one, though. Oh, man. You took my head, but now you fought Sean, and Sean won against you. No. Damn right. But didn't take your head. Apparently. Oh, I'll get it. <laughs> One way or another. You're not going to fall into Sean's hands. Okay. So what are you going to do? Go home. Nope. No. <laughs> You're going to take your short sword. You're going to plunge it I'm gonna onto throw One it side. as far away as I can. No, no, no. no. <laughs> okay, right, go get Sean. it. <laughs> you won. <laughs> You're going to plunge it onto one side of your belly and you're going to drag it across. Ugh. And just cut all the way across. Ugh. So, ideally, you'd have the Kaishakuken to back you up. That's the person that would cut off your head. Sure. Mm -hmm. But if you didn't have that guy, you would then take out the knife and then stab yourself in the throat or what? put it over your heart and fall over on it. Ugh. Can I get a spotter or something? <laughs> you had the spotter. It was called Kaishakuken, but he wasn't there. He already died. No, I mean, can I get like a volunteer one? <laughs> <laughs> I'll need a member of the audience. Don't be shy. Sharpen your sword, please. So eventually this practice did reach the point where it was no longer just an I won't be captured thing. It could be ordered by the daimyo because you shamed him. Oh. Aww. See, when you do bad, it reflects bad on me. Or <laughs> you, you would do it yourself because you shamed your family. <laughs> Sorry I'm late for dinner. <laughs> it, it's like the honor thing really spread and uh, reading a lot of historians are like, yeah, that shouldn't have been a big thing. Uh, but I have a fun Kai Shakukin fact for you. Shakukin. You weren't supposed to cut off that head all the way. Oh, what do you mean? That's messy. supposed to make a Pez dispenser. Huh. Uh, like a reverse Pez dispenser. You're behind <laughs> it. So and you're going to cut right up until like the throat. Because the throat's going to hold the head in place real good. So you're just supposed to sever the spine. Yeah. To get to, to end the suffering. Sure. Because if the head rolled around, there's going to be a lot of mess to clean up. We need new <laughs> tunnel mats and all this shit. I tip my head to you, but I haven't got a head. <laughs> God, I was just singing that earlier today. <laughs> But Not the that, head thing, but that <laughs> and that's all I have about samurai. Like I said, a lot of them led pretty straightforward warlike lives, but sure, just fancy soldiers. Anybody else like anybody have any stories? I like that samurai Jack. Yeah, samurai Jack is good. I took EI Jitsu for three years. I remember. Oh yeah, that. it's a Japanese sword style. I got pretty good at it, but man, you get tired of being hit with a wooden sword. <laughs> that's why you got to be better. I How wasn't many good. heads did you collect? Three. <laughs> Terrible accidents. Blacked their teeth and everything. <laughs> um, I just find that sit, like Musashi himself and Nobunaga are huge like yeah. pop culture things, as well as Tomoe. You'll, you'll find her in a bunch of stuff. Nobunaga. <laughs> but Nobunaga's always seen as like a demon in animes. He's like, ah, I took over everything. Like, yeah, and United Japan. <laughs> <laughs> now I will enact fair laws. <laughs> eh, it's a complicated life, True. conquering a country. That's all the samurai stories we have. I have a what are your morals worth. Hmm. How much do I have to pay you to be somebody's kaikushuken? 
Hmm. Whose? Sorry, Kaisha Kuken. My question stands. Uh, anybody's. Like, I choose, or is it a random person? It's going to be a comrade. Oh. So it has to be someone I know. Yes. Because it's it's basically like a mercy killing at that point. Because like, yeah. they've already basically doomed themselves with their sword. Do I get to keep the sword? Oh, yeah. you all, It's your sword. Oh, okay. Imagine mm. you have a katana. Which oh. means you're going to have to buy a sword first. But I was getting to my bill. Man, that sounds hard. Neck is, there's a lot of muscle and bone in there. I mean, the sword's going to be, got to be really sharp, but I'm sure it still takes a muscle. I'm uncomfortable, like, cutting chicken, so this is a big <laughs> ask for me. Now, what's going to happen if I don't make the head flop over and accidentally cut it all the way off? There, there's not much punishment. Okay. You'll that, I mean, it, it's, it's considered a dishonor on you, but not so much that you're going to have to do your own thing. So I figure I'm either not going to make it through at all, or I'm going to go all the way through, and there's there's no in between. Yeah. The guy who's supposed to scold you is dead now. So <laughs> I imagine you probably want to go too much rather than too little. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Oh boy. Well, yeah. Adam brings up a good point that the guy is dead anyway. So yeah, like you're doing it after he's already mortally wounded himself. Yeah. Yeah. But it's traumatic. Yeah. yeah. But it's not murder it's, it's exactly. Really- I mean, technically, it kind of is. <laughs> You're a samurai now, like, damn it. He, he was going to die, but he wasn't dead yet. Yeah, isn't that true of us all? <laughs> well, he would have just put the thing over his heart and fell over anyway, and that's less honorable. Hmm. Uh, I'll do it for a, kin- a cool 10,000. That's 10, what I was going to say. I thought for some reason you were going to say a Kindle. Kindle. I'll do it for a Kindle. I was going to say 50,000. Hmm. So this person is also a samurai. They've killed yeah, people. I will point out that I, man, and, and I'm not forcing this on you, but one of the youngest people that was seppuku was five years old. What? <laughs> it was a Lord's son and the only living heir. And that's the only way for the rest of the family to get the honor. <laughs> okay. Let's focus on this person is likely a samurai and has <laughs> yeah, killed you're, you're going to be a warrior of some sort. Good. A five-year-old warrior. <laughs> Throws blocks at you. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll up it a little bit. I'll go with fifteen thousand. Like I, it will be kind of traumatic. I, I mean, it'll be fairly traumatic. But again, like I, I think I could go to bed with a easy conscience. Let me be clear. I'm not cutting someone's head off for less than like ten million dollars. But they want you to do yeah, it. He wanted you to do it. <laughs> there are a lot of things I'm sure people want me to do. They're going to cost a lot of money. You're saving him suffering. Good for him. I'm <laughs> suffering as a result. Okay. Ew. <laughs> what? So $10 million. $10 million. Everybody's answers it? I think so. <gasps> so I'm fairly cheap then. I mean, <laughs> I can, I, I've been trained to swing the sword. It's true. You have the most practice. And 10000 uh, was my initial thought, but I just wanted to look better than you. <laughs> <laughs> So, if that's it, I guess we'll have to thank our wonderful editor, Gerard, for uh, swinging his blade at our episodes. <laughs> Chopping it to ribbons. Um, if you'd like to find us on social media, you're going to find us at acidpoppodcast.com on Twitter and Instagram. You can contact us at acidpoppodcast at gmail.com on emails. Uh, we're also on Reddit at our Pop Podcast. So, everybody, thanks for tuning in. And remember... If a guy's late to a duel, maybe watch out a little bit. Bye.
Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Where this to acid pop? Fuck my ass. <laughs> We'd like to welcome rolling. you to this acid pop. Welcome to acid fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is an unpleasant podcast. <laughs> Okay, I think I'm ready. Never mind, I'm not. <laughs> False alarm. I'm Kelly. 